I'm Stephen Gregory Smith. And I'm Matt Connor. Gather around the campfire, everyone. It's time for The, the Connor, Connor and Smith Show. Short Attention Span Sunday. Short Attention Span Sunday. Tell us a story. Well, I'll tell you one quickly. Um, we This is a mailbag section. We got uh, a little message in from one of our listeners. So we're going to, we asked for spooky story submissions. And we got them. We got one. So, um,. We will take a break and we'll be right back with Mailbag. We'll be right back. Hi, Matt and Steven. So last night about 3 a.m., I went into the kitchen and I heard a whimpering out in my backyard. I thought it might be a fox, so I went to look, and I turned on the back porch light. And as soon as I turned on the light, a figure all in white ran across my yard, through the table, and up the fence, and then just disappeared. It went up about 10 feet or so, and then just vanished into thin air. I think it's the same ghost that I've been seeing in my house for a long time now. And this was the longest I've seen it and the most I've seen of it. And so that's it. Right, that was really creepy, Christopher. Thank you for leaving that message for us. Wow, um, so much that like that makes me think of. That's crazy. Um, next, we're gonna go to our friend Kevin in our Ask Kevin segment. We're gonna be talking about the mysterious sounds heard around the world. It happened a few years ago. Uh, we will be. Don't we need like a little Kevin jingle that's like da da ba ba da ba? Ask Kevin. You just made one. Ba-da-da-da-da-da, ask Kevin! All right, we'll be right back. All right, so hey, Kevin, how are you? I'm great, how are you? Good, good. We are we're talking about weird sounds, um, and especially weird sounds that have been heard uh, all over the world. Um, there's a story out of... Uh, in 2018, a multitude of seismic signals were detected by earthquake monitoring agencies all over the world in May and June. They created a weird humming sound, and some of the signals detected in November of that year had a duration of up to 20 minutes. So people were hearing this all over the world. Um, there's a The unusual amount of earthquakes were traced to the island of Mayotte and Indian Ocean, one of several in the, oh, I'm going to say this wrong, uh, Comoros Archipelago, uh, is that right? Ar archipelago. I've always been it said archipelago, but I don't know if that's. I, I think it's just the Mar-a-Lago <laughs> of it all that made me say archipelago. Uh, right. Found between Africa and Madagascar, um, scientists detected seven thousand tectonic earthquakes within the scope of the study. These kinds of earthquakes occur when the Earth's tectonic plates become stuck as they move alongside one another. The pressure that allows them to move on causes earthquakes. The most severe earthquake reached a magnitude of 5.9 in May 2018. Um, 
But they also encountered 407 long period seismic signals. These very long period signals called VLPs are harmonic and low, reminiscent of a double bass or a large bell, and their 20 to 30 minute signals could be detected hundreds of miles away. Um, so basically, when this came out, I remember nobody knew for two years what the heck it was. And it was unsettling because it it sounded like, uh, I mean, you couldn't even articulate what it sounded like. Like, um, but but then, of course, you hear, well, it's actually b below the uh, seafloor tectonic plate moving. Well, OK, I'll buy that for a dollar. Um, uh, and I don't know, also, now that I'm talking to, and I've, I'm glad we can go to ask Kevin anytime we are stumped by this stuff. This isn't space. Why did I ask you this? <laughs> That's right. Um, we are in space. In the space of our living room. No, we're visiting a fake planet. I mean, a foreign planet. A foreign planet? Uh, yeah. Right? We're in space as well. It's not all out there. What do you mean? This is we're talking about earthquakes, not space quakes. No, I mean, but like our planet is still a part of outer space, even though we're inner space. Oh, I get what you're saying. Um, so this is kind of like walking across the floorboards of Earth, where you just all of a sudden it's making some creaks and some moans and groans. I guess so. Yeah, maybe not walking. Maybe it's just you know when your house starts to kind of settle and creak and squeak a little bit as it cools off or something. I mean, this is um, not what I wanted to talk to you about, but to, the uh, space hurricane stuff that came out recently, did you hear that? I didn't hear that. There's some kind of space hurricane detected. Can we start to name them? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm still mad that the Weather Channel's naming winter storms. Stupid. Yeah, yeah. And, and other people are trying are picking it up. It's like, no, don't. Don't don't give them all that. Well, never mind. I That's hate it. Different. I hate it. Oh, it empowers. I mean, I, look, I'm all for knowing about storms, but you know, come on now, a snowstorm that could give you like one inch, and then they're like, "Well, that was Mona." Well, great. Um, her name was Mona. She was. I think her name was Lola. <laughs> she was a snowstorm. Oh, this is getting good. Uh, so th this is this getting back to the earthquake thing. The first phase uh, involved magma rapidly rising from a reservoir in the mantle 18 miles below the Earth's surface. This opened a channel in the ocean floor, allowing the magma to flow and begin forming a new underwater volcano. Um, during the formulation of the underwater volcano, earthquake activity dropped and the ground of Mayotte lowered. Then the VLP signals began. So to wrap it all up, it's... This, this was the prequel to that thing that happened in Iceland. What's that? The big volcano. Oh, okay. I think it's somewhere else, but, you know, it's a... One thing shifts, the other thing shifts, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. That's what I hear. Isn't that true, Kevin? Like if well, something ha happens in one part of the world, it like ricochets to the next? It, it's it's possible. Um, I don't know if that's what happened here because I am certainly not a geologist. No, but you're smarter than us. That's why we called. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, I consider myself smart enough to, to, to know better than commenting on, on uh, things that I'm not really familiar with. And that's... That's, I mean, this sounds like a, a, a reasonable explanation to me of, of a, you know, a sound like that. And it's, it's kind of cool that 
that you know a, a seismic activity on one side of the earth can make sounds around the world i guess it's just the right acoustics right yeah yeah when things just line up exactly right it's probably you know certain certain places have the right uh coupling strength between the ground and the air so that it, it really makes it happen um you like how the um the bay of fundy the, the tides are really high there because there's a there's a resonance so that the the you know it it builds up and you get extra amplitude there there's probably you know caves or ground structures or something in various places that that work the same way with the seismic waves to so that you get more of a signal and that's why you hear it in some places and not in others cathedrals <laughs> there might yeah that might be that kind of place where where something like that would happen all right well kevin we will get back to you when we feel stupid again and need to ask some questions okay <laughs> and i'll and i'll uh do my best to answer them unless it's something i don't know about i mean there's always wikipedia is there another <laughs> questions <laughs> all right see you kevin we'll talk to you soon all right thanks for generations, people in Fairfax, Virginia have heard tales of the Bunny Man. Now, Bunny Man Brewing offers a tasty array of high-quality microbrews with a rotation of unique flavors. Come by to have a sample and maybe even catch a glimpse of the legendary hopper. But bring a friend, because you don't ever want to drink alone. Check our hours and see what's on tap at BunnyManBrewing.com. We are back. This um, story comes to us from Mexico City. Headline in the Mazatlan Post, Diabolical Piñata Terrifies a Store in Mexico City. Um, this is from last year, 2020. The owner of the business decided to buy a surveillance camera to record what was happening in his premises and had an experience of horror. Almost like a horror movie, the owner of a business in Mexico shared videos of an alleged evil presence in his store, which lives in a diabolical piñata that has been apparently making strange noises, that things go off and even find something looking at him. Okay. Um, the terrifying case of Mario's store went viral after Dross, a famous YouTuber known for exposing paranormal situations with his particular tone of voice, decided to talk about the story on his own account where he shared the compilation of images that the owner of the store once recorded that it decided to purchase security cameras which with which it was able to see plates and other inexplicable things fly off the shelves um, the owner of the premises shared that the pinata woke up on the floor or that a different okay this is a very rough translation I think is what we're experiencing um, so a Catholic father was brought in. Uh, it, it was determined that a violent spirit was present in the store. Candles were lit and prayed. Uh, things were prayed until it got worse. Uh, until on October 18th of last year, a strange figure appeared among Mario's piñatas. Um, who was shocked when he saw the gaze of a creature that did not seem human face to face. Uh, there are undoubtedly some inexplicable actions such as the fact that the piñata moved alone or appeared on the bathroom floor um, yeah so you've been looking at the footage Matthew what can you tell is us is this the footage? some of it yeah 
Yeah, well, it's just interesting. I mean, there's basically a shop, and I guess these are all the piñatas yeah. in the center that you hang up and bust open to get candy out of. And in this sort of late-night video, and I guess because of the light, it keeps getting darker and brighter, but all of a sudden in the middle of this pile of piñatas that look very, you know, happy and whatever... Um, I mean, cheerful, you know, they're happy little piñatas. Um, this head, like, is being birthed up out of the center, and it's clearly got a much darker, evil look to it. Yeah. Um, and then it's just kind of gone. Yeah, that's that's very unsettling. Um, you can look up, we'll put a link to the YouTube in the, uh, description of this um woo, check that video out it's enough to give you the heebie-jeebies um all right we will be right back from award-winning journalist and author michael lee pope the ghosts of alexandria his spellbinding book tells of historical intrigue the brutal beginnings of a port city romances that end in tragedy Restless spirits, like the tomb of the female stranger, who's said to haunt Gadsby's tavern, and the three falling ghosts of the Carlisle House, explore the supernatural journey of the ghosts of Alexandria, available at ArcadiaPublishing.com. All right, next up, we have a cryptid. This is the Fresno Nightcrawler. Um... The Fresno Nightcrawler, also known as the Fresno Alien, is a cryptid that has made two appearances so far, one in Fresno, California, and the other in Yosemite National Park, also in California. Uh, In both sightings, it's only seen in video footage. However, a man in Poland has also claimed to have seen the creature. It is said to resemble the Carmel Area creature. Oh, that makes sense. What the heck's the Carmel Area creature? Uh, The Carmel Area creature. The witness, a 60-year-old farmer marine, former a farmer marine, former marine, yet to be named, and his wife were driving near Carmel on December 12, 2014, when they came up over a hill and saw a seven-foot-tall, slender gray creature, which is now known as the Carmel Area Creature. The unnamed witness said the following: "We recently bought a place in the Fort Hill area." And we first noticed after about 30 days of living here that we suddenly have a perfect circle that stays fresh green no matter the weather in our front yard. On Friday night, the 12th, we were driving home. After turning on Carmel Road, which leads to our road, we went around the curve by the Carmel Church and then up a small incline and approximately 10 feet over the incline and in the front of our truck, the alien ran across the road and into the woods. There have been many possible sightings of the Nightcrawler in the form of the Carmel Area Creature, a thin, armless, pale, white humanoid creature seen in Ohio as well. You've been looking at the the stuff. What does it look like to you? Well, it sort of looks like Casper, but in a very mystical way. It's kind of white with an, an orb as like a top head and with these two things that walk that looks like almost if you were to do finger walking. Yeah. And it kind of just walks that way. It looks almost like it could be a light uh, being, but clearly it's not. Yeah, the description listed here says, Fresno night crawlers appear to be relatively short creatures, approximately about four feet. 
with most of their height being made up of their legs as they possess an extremely small upper body. It's very hard to find details in the upper body of the cryptid due to the poor quality of the footage, but this is one of the rare things there is actually footage of um, in two different locations, two different examples. Looks like the same creature. Um, so, origins. While there have been claims that they are part of Native American folklore in the region, this has been debunked. The first sighting of a Fresno nightcrawler happened in Fresno, California, by a man named Jose. Jose had a surveillance camera watching his front lawn and looked at the camera when he heard a dog barking. The Fresno Nightcrawler is most known for being one of the two featured video cases in the second episode of Sci-Fi's Fact, Fact or Faked Paranormal Files. The team deemed the Nightcrawler unexplainable. It is now also now considered a fun urban legend and an endearing addition to pop culture. There you have it. The Fresno Nightcrawler. It's definitely, like, bizarre looking, um, but no one's really deemed these as threatening or... Native American uh, lore says that these creatures were from another planet. They were from a swampy planet. That's hence their long legs, um, which would make sense. But they said they're kind of eco uh, advisors who are here to make us come to uh, an awakening that we don't want to lose our planet or destroy our own planet. Whatever you believe, there is two different examples of footage that is very interesting. And uh, we'll put the link to that in the description as well. Um, I'm going to hold on one second. Alright, there you have it. That's been Short Attention Span Sunday. Uh, thank you so much for listening. As um, we always say, if you want to know more about us, look up our website, www.connorsmithmusicals.com. That's Connor with an ER. Same on Facebook, Connor and Smith, Connor with an ER. Please rate, review, subscribe to this podcast. It really helps us out a lot. Check out our merch link, which I'll put in the description as well. Get you one of those cute shirts or hoodies. They're adorable. Um, and as we always say in season two, never stop questioning. questioning. Bye, everybody. Bye.